My name's Tina Waldrum. I'm the host of this podcast. This show is all about giving you, the listener, actionable insights to share your faith. I interview church leaders and congregation members alike to gain some understanding that both you and I can implement to share Jesus. Every week I work hard to locate and interview someone who can share their experience. Can you do me a favour? Would you mind sharing today's episode with one or two people that you know? One or two people that would be encouraged, that would be helped by today's content. Just copy the link and send it on via text or email. I'd love to see more people encouraged to share their faith. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Win Win Evangelism Podcast. My name's Tina Waldrum, and today I'm speaking with Julianne Laird about the future of evangelism. Julianne has been the chair of Lausanne Australia for 12 years, and it's very exciting to talk about what's going to be going on Australia-wide and globally, the future of evangelism. Welcome to you, Julianne. Uh, Thank you, Tina. Good to be here. It's great to have you along. Let's talk about Lausanne. It's an incredible movement gathering of people, but not everyone knows about Lausanne and the connection to Dr. Billy Graham. So let's talk Hmm. about the history on how this came to be. Yeah, so Billy Graham was travelling around the world and he realised that a lot of uh, leaders weren't really connected with each other and... When he was talking with John Stott, he just went, I wonder if there's a chance that we can bring together all the evangelical leaders from all around the world and work work together more in terms of thinking about how we can reach the whole world and we can sort of learn a lot from each other. There was actually an Australian they gathered as well, Jack Danes, and, yeah, they all uh, met together quite a few years ago, 1979, I think it is. And, yeah, they ended up really just clarifying a few things. So at that Lausanne conference, what they clarified was, well, what does it mean to be a Christian? Like, what does it mean for us to all be, say that we're Christians? What do we need to believe to do that? And, in fact, the Lausanne covenant is often used by a lot of denominations or um, parachurch organisations now. They might not even know it came from there, but it's just been a really great thing that sort of clarified, well, what does it mean to even just be a Christian and what can what unites us together and, yeah, what, what a secondary sort of thing. So, yeah, that was just something that came out of that time and it was just a real sense of, okay, we're all in this together. Actually, we're all doing different things but it, it all adds together to um, help people know Jesus and so, yeah, they weren't sure if that was just a one-off um, and there's just been about two or three others gatherings since then and I was able to be part of the Cape Town um, Lausanne movement and, yeah, there was about three and a half thousand or uh, might have even been more than that, four and a half thousand people um, gathered together. It was seriously amazing, Tina. And, yeah, there was just... To have all tribes and nations coming together to worship God, to think about how we can really reach the nations was just amazing. And what's happened and evolved out of that is they've um, set up about 28 interest groups that actually you gather all the people from around the world to think hard about a particular area. So, for instance, international students, how do you, like let's all, 
um, talk and correspond and think hard about how can we love international students well but help them know Jesus as well and how do we look after people from other countries and if they all know each other and, yeah, can see the influx of students coming from different places, yeah, it just ends up being um, that they their united knowledge actually benefits things better. And, yeah, so they've ended up um, really being able to help each other. In fact, I think they had a worldwide gathering for workplace ministries not so long ago, and there's just been a real benefit of people in the workplace knowing each other all around the world because a lot of companies are actually global and just means that they can do best practices and really just pray for people to know Jesus. After Cape Town, yeah, we weren't sure do we keep this movement going or should we keep this movement going and it does lose a bit of momentum after a while and what we've worked out is actually could we gather people together in 2024 globally and think about the next 25 years like what do we really need to be thinking about to really reach thinking about global mission I guess and sort of the tagline for Lausanne is connecting influences and ideas to accelerate global mission. So how can we do this in a better way by working together? And I think the, the language I use is, can we, can we be more efficient? <laughs> like, if people are already putting resources together, let's not duplicate it. Let's actually share and use um, uh, our resources in a really great way. And there are you know, places all around the world that actually are quite similar in terms of yeah, how they do things and we can learn from each other. Yeah, so Julianne, so when um, Dr. Billy Graham gathered people um, originally, getting all of those key thinkers together to talk about the global evangelization of the world, one of the keys was the shared resources, was it, to actually yeah. connect people to talk about what we are doing to make sure that we're not all doing the same thing but rather resourcing each other. Was that the heartbeat of Lausanne? It was also to get the key thinkers together. Um, So you have the best people around the world thinking about certain things. So thinking about it theologically, thinking about it uh, missionally and, yeah, so that was also another um, element of that. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. And I I hope to actually be in Seoul, Korea in 2024. I'm quite excited about what you're sharing. So tell us a little bit about your journey. So you've been heading Lausanne, Australia. Um, Tell us a little bit about that and what's been going on in your mind and connecting with, with people. And what are people generally thinking in Australia, the key thinkers, as you say, about the future of evangelism and, and mission and reaching our country? Yeah, well, uh, the stats have just come out (laughs) at the moment. We've got a bit of work to do, don't we? Australia's um, interesting because we're quite big and it's costly to see each other. And so, like, uh, quite a few years ago, I um, got together all the workplace uh, people, but there was about 17 different groups doing different things and they just didn't know each other. I don't actually know how I knew them, but anyway, it was just so wonderful for them to see each other and meet each other they said oh, I've read that article that you did like I get actually get to meet you in person so I think a big dilemma for us is the size of Australia and uh, the cost of seeing each other and um, and each state is quite different as well in terms of how we operate not 
massively different, but there are unique things in every state. Yeah, and people are ahead on some things and not on others. You do have to do things contextually in, in, when you're thinking about mission. Last year, we've done a number of things. One of them has been the uh, Young Leaders Gathering that happened a few years ago. That was around 3,000 young leaders. That was seriously a lot of energy in the room. <laughs> it was wonderful. And just so great to see a group of young leaders thinking and realising, okay, we need to step up and uh, think hard about how we're going to yeah, reach the nations. Last year, I also worked for City to City and we um, tried to gather people around to start this. And I kept on saying, oh, we should have done this as a Lausanne thing. But it was sort of that idea of gathering the key leaders together and thinking about what's our strategy. And uh, one of the ideas that uh, City to City and Andrew Cade had was actually we need to think about our local government area and how do we form unity in as leaders in our local government area, LGA. And, yeah, that made a lot of sense in that, you know, some LGAs are just so different. So the west to the east in Melbourne, for instance, or just even Brisbane to cold Tasmania at the moment, like there's just differences in how we really reach. So that was just quite an insight in thinking about we do need to break it down a fair bit and we need to be meeting as... Um, leaders in our local group area. But there is something good about actually meeting uh, the influential, I guess, leaders around Australia and, and what they're seeing and what they're thinking about. Yeah, so it really does hinge a lot, doesn't it, on bringing people together that are yeah. willing to, I guess, put aside their single focus, which is very important and what they're called to, but then to also gather to look at a greater picture across a state or a nation. Yeah, and it is realising we actually do have a lot of similar things that we're on about. There definitely are some differences, but I think there's a, there's so much more in common than we have and um, the leaders that will be coming are just have a real heart for Australia and thinking about how can we do this? Like this has happened in, in my lifetime that uh, the numbers going down, we do need to be helping the younger leaders coming through, like what sort of things do they need to be thinking about? And we have um, over the years really tried to focus on, well, what other different specialist or interest areas in Australia that we need to be thinking about? how can we reach people into those areas and like international students was one of those areas mental health sort of stuff like how do you really reach people um with who are really struggling with mental health um because often yeah they really start not believing in a god in that time like it's quite difficult and how can we really reach people in in that space so yeah we're just trying to really think hard about all the different sorts of groups of people that we really do need to think hard about to, and pray about. Like, actually, that is, I haven't mentioned that, but that is also one of the things I'm really looking forward to is if we do think about Australia over the next 25 years, surely that just puts us on our knees of going, God, like we need you in this and we need you to show us what to do because we need to be doing what you want because we, there needs to be a humbleness in the room in terms of realising we're we probably don't have the answers. It's God who does. Yeah. So 2023 
will be a gathering of Lausanne in Australia or Australian leaders gathering together to talk about this. And it does seem a very pertinent moment right now, Julianne, with the census information coming out, which is a real shock, Um, and we'll leave some some links in our show notes to that so people can read up about what are the stats that have come out about our nation and spirituality, Christianity, etc. But it does seem a very crucial time to now be looking at the hard evidence and yeah. saying how does the church even move forward to see the gospel in the hearts of Australians. Tell us more about where you think this Lausanne Australia event will take place in 2023 and what would be your dreams and hopes for it? Well, we're trying to uh, work through what's the best way. We're wondering actually about having something in a few cities, so do it over a few cities and uh, invite people um, around that state to come hopefully work with other organizations like they might run something beforehand all their sort of leaders and then they come along to a real combined uh leaders thing on the next day so we're just thinking of just one running at this point one day in each sort of city we might not get to all of them but looking in march late march next year we've still got a few dates to land on but it's looking like that um that's that would be good. I think just even in a city getting, you know, cross-denominational, cross-parachurch organisations, we can make it um, bigger than if we were doing one thing in one city. And, yeah, I think just thinking about Melbourne or Sydney or, yeah, whichever city and and state, like how are we going to reach this state? What can we learn from each other? What can we do better together? What can we work really hard on are there some real gaps basically in our city that we need to be thinking about yeah that's really good it's so exciting when I'm and just listening to you talking I'm like okay this is great and I think Lasan as as the umbrella it's a very very credible and I think people can connect to that and come together under that umbrella for healthy discussions what about Lasan 2024 in Seoul Korea Tell us a little bit about the expectations for that and what's been planned. Yeah, so that's in movement at this point in time and it's hopefully in Seoul in 2024. The thing that we're trying to work out is how do we accelerate mission? What can we do to help things move faster, I guess? Um, And there are some nations and countries that are really going great guns like um lots of people becoming christians yeah just amazing and you know some countries are thinking of sending missionaries to australia because they realize we need a hand here like and i'm just excited by that in terms of seeing that global thinking around um how people might be be able to really get going so for instance in brazil they've just sent so many missionaries worldwide and they've now, yeah, wanting to think about was well, Australia a place that we could really help in terms of reaching out? And I'm just going, yes, please. <laughs> like, how wonderful would that be to have Brazilians coming? Yeah. So I think it's just really getting a global picture and how can we work together to accelerate things more? 
fascinating. It's a fascinating bird's eye view just to even think about <laughs> globally yeah. the whole entire discussion of the evangelization of the world and how could that potentially look is is just extraordinary. Yeah. What are the challenges? You work a lot as, you know, you're the chair of Lausanne Australia. You work for City to City. You work with many hats, which I appreciate. <laughs> what are the challenges for leaders to, to come together, do you think? When there's money involved, you have accountability. So if you work for someone, there's accountability. You've got to bring in your KPIs or whatever it is. So even like when we've just come back from New York and there was about 100 of us leaders thinking about how we're going to move things forward and like there were people who had to take time off work to take their holidays to do this because they own a workplace. And so there's accountability in terms of your own organisation and uh, it is hard to take uh, your hat off um, for your own organisation and I think the language that's helpful, and I think Tim Keller did do this well, was when he thought about the whole of New York, then his heart changed. So it wasn't about his church and getting it bigger. When he thought, how can we reach the whole of New York, then that shifted his eyes and he realised, like, I can't do this by myself. I actually do need uh, other people. Like, and. I think for us uh, in Lausanne to be able to say, how are we going to reach the whole of Australia? We all know we can't do that by ourselves. We've got to work with others. And what I'm strong in, other people aren't strong in, but they're strong in other areas. So I think it's just being able to see the value of the differences and see, and if we have the whole of Australia in mind, I think there's a softness that comes when you realise we can't, can't be one church that does this. There's got to be all different denominations. People are, yeah, just attracted to different denominations and, and uh, yeah. So I guess it's shifting our eyes and our knees. <laughs> so our eyes to the nation but our knees before God. That's just a brilliant answer. I just so appreciate that answer. Just wonderful, very challenging, truthful, honest, <laughs> challenging. Julianne, tell me a little bit about New York because that really got my attention. Yeah. You've been in New York recently and what was that about and was that connected to specifically uh, Lausanne? Yeah, what happened there? A, it was good to get out of Australia. <laughs> that was just amazing. <laughs> B, going to New York was fantastic. But meeting the leaders from around the world. So we have, there are 12 regions and there are two co-leaders uh, for each region. I'm, uh, me and another guy called Gillian Dunham are the co-regional directors for Oceania which used to be the South Pacific. So I was quite shocked that there was actually only 24 of us who are trying to represent the whole world. And I go, oh, gosh, that's pretty, uh, I don't know, overwhelming <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, so there was 24 of us who were thinking about the whole world and the regions. And then uh, there was uh, 28 specialist or interest groups represented, and there was two leaders from each from all around the world. There was about eight of us, or so, no, maybe six, seven, eight, somewhere around there, of us as Australians there. So it was quite amazing. The thing with Lausanne is you never know who's going to turn up. 
And so, yeah, it was just wonderful to see the Australians who were there and how they got connected in from a worldwide sort of thing. Um, and just, you know, amazing to talk to people all around the world and the issues that they're facing. Like, you know, we're talking about one guy in one country was saying, you know, food security is a huge issue and what as Christians can we do uh, to love our neighbours and, yeah, be a part of all of that? And so he set up three businesses to try and help food security in his sort of country. Another guy was talking about how they just had a boat with acid that had sunk into their um, country's sort of sea and, and a million fishermen had weren't able to work because all the fish had died and just like that's a that's such a disaster and the implications on that when people can't eat and yeah so it was just great to hear about what is going on all around the world like we you know we're facing different things in Australia um and yeah it was just wonderful to be in a room where your eyes are lifted from your own patch and just going wow there's just so much going on absolutely amazing i'm so inspired listening to this and i'm very excited about what god is doing in australia and the nations of the world obviously but being yeah. the organization evangelism in australia I'm very passionate about that i'd like to um just ask today if you're listening to this episode to be praying for Lasani in Australia for 2023 and a global um, gathering Lasan in 2024 in Seoul, Korea. Would you pray for that? Now, also what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop in the show notes today all of the links to what we've been talking about so you can understand and explore more about the story of Lasan and what's going on. But we've all got a vested interest in people coming to faith in Australia. So yeah. I just want to encourage you to check out everything that we drop into the show notes. And we'll also be doing a a series of these podcasts as we move into these events, just so that people can be updated with what's going on. So the future of evangelism in Australia, very much the discussion with Lausanne 2023 and 2024. So Julianne, thank you so much for your time. We're really looking forward to seeing how this unfolds and what the Lord uh, does through Lausanne. Thank you. Thanks so much, Tina. Really appreciate your interest and glad to be here. Thanks so much for listening to the Win Win Evangelism podcast today. If this was helpful for you, please share it with others so they can learn also. If you, your small group or your church would like to upskill more in personal evangelism, learn how it can be easy, natural and not forced, why don't you check out our online free sample course on missionwithgod.com forward slash free sample. I trust that our podcast and our online personal evangelism course can be a blessing to you. Thanks for listening and see you next time.